0: All right, guys, welcome to Real Talk Sports. Uh, shout out to my golf buddies for this one. Uh, we're doing a little Masters podcast. I'm Jack. I'm Luke. And uh, today, obviously, we're going to be talking about uh, the biggest golf tournament of the year down in Augusta, Georgia, the Masters. Uh, first off, we're going to talk about what everybody wants to know.
1: Uh, Tiger Woods probably should retire, right? Yeah, I mean, the dude hasn't won ever since his whole uh, little yeah. incident with some females. Yeah. And. It's Even when he's tried making comebacks, it just hasn't worked in any way, shape, or form. Do you, uh, do you think he, he has anything left in him? Uh, the back tells me
0: now. Uh, obviously, Augusta, most people don't know this about Augusta, but it's the hilliest course on the PGA Tour. So it's not surprising to me that he didn't play this week. But man, if he doesn't come back this year, there is no doubt in my mind he's retiring. Uh, he has the entire year to come back pretty much.
1: Uh, I don't know how he can do it, though. That back is just disgusting. So, in your opinion, right now looking at it, if Tiger were to never play again, who's the greatest golfer of all time, hammer Jack? Jack by quite a bit, actually. I know Tiger has a little more wins, but, man,
0: the impact that Jack had on golf with 18 majors, ma- majors mean more than just PGA Tour victories. The pressure is a whole nother level. I think that's why Jack's
1: better. All right, let's... uh. Here are your takes on some of the holes that, that the viewer should watch this uh, weekend. Yeah, on the front nine, it's it's a lot of the same. They're pretty
0: tough holes. There's not that specific one. But once you get to the back nine, the entire course changes. Amen corner will be 11, 12, and 13. 11, really long par four, toughest hole on the golf course with a pond left of the green. 12 is probably the one that most of you guys will know. Uh, it has the bridge in front of the green par three, about 150 yards. The thing about this one, it's only 150 yards. That should be a really easy shot for most PGA Tour pros, but the wind swirls. It's back in a little bit of a forest uh, with the creek, and the wind swirling makes it very difficult to judge whether it plays 155 yards or 145 yards. There's a bunker behind the green and then water short, so it's very difficult to judge the distance there. That that hole uh, proved to be the biggest one last year. Jordan Spieth had a four-shot lead going into that hole. After he played, it was down to uh, nothing. Danny Willett birdied the hole he was playing during that, and Jordan Spieth made a 7 on a
1: par 3, and the lead literally just vanished. Just kept going straight water, straight water, straight water. Those Uh, those three, honestly, probably almost every year decide who's the winner. If you play really well on 11, 12, and 13, 13, you're putting yourself in a perfect position to walk on the champ. And 13 is the risk-reward hole on the golf course, especially on the back nine. Uh,
0: par five pretty short but that there's an entire creek down the left side and as soon as you get to the green if you're going for forward two, that creek comes into play a lot if you can hit that green give yourself an easy birdie maybe even an eagle you're definitely picking up the strokes on the field but really there you won't see a lot of people par the hole which i think is a great golf hole it's either you birdie or eagle or you bogey and that makes it a great golf hole and then going on to the later in the round 16 obviously definitely will play a a great role, especially in the last day where they have that pin sets up for some great excitement, possibly a hole in one or par three shots inside a foot 15 par five. You'll get, you'll get some birdies there as well, but 18, that's the second toughest hole on the golf course. It's uphill about 480 yards par four. And um, man, it, it'll probably decide the tournament. I think this is going to be a really close masters. Uh, the, the fairway is very narrow the green is very narrow and long. It's very undulating. The entire hill hill uh, coming from the fairway to the green is about 40 feet tall. So it's going to be tough. Um, but whoever does the best coming down the stretch on 18, if you can sneak out a birdie on 18, you're probably the winner of this golf tournament.
1: So looking at some of the favorites, I mean, you obviously have your annual contenders with yeah. Rory and Jordan Speed, Jason Day, Dustin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude that kind of is contender, kind of not with Ricky Fowler, yeah. just depending on the weekend. Uh, who, who do you think is the potential? Uh, who should be the favorite coming into this? You know, it's got to be clearly Dustin Johnson. He's going for his fourth
0: tour victory in a row, which I don't, I don't know. Uh, if not a lot of you guys know this. But the only one to ever do that since the 1950s is Tiger Woods. So that's a thing that's something not a lot of people do. Four victories in a row and the fourth one being at the
1: Masters is going to be pretty special. And I think that's why Dustin Johnson should be the favorite. So I wanted to ask you about this. You know, a couple years ago, Rory had an amazing uh, season. Then right afterwards, Jordan Spieth has an amazing season with Jason Day also following that up. And then you see kind of a drop off. Mm Mm-hmm. Do any of those dudes return to that elite, like maybe this guy's the next Tiger Woods kind of form, or 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 are they just too inconsistent to ever really grasp that? Well, I think it's pretty clear DJ's the one in that sort of mode right now. He was
0: player of the year last year and probably going to win it again this year. But the best chance I think he has to do it this week, and that's Jordan Spieth. He plays unbelievable at Augusta National. He's played it three times. He's gotten second, a win, and second. Even with last year's choke, I think it would be a great story if he was to pull it out this week. That's why I think Jordan Spieth is a little
1: better than Rory McIlroy in that situation. So how do you see those guys finishing up this week with Jason Day and Spieth and Rory? Man, I see Justin Day, Jason Day excuse me, actually really struggling. He's had a lot
0: of uh, family issues. He's had some family sick lately, so I think he might be a little distracted from the golf tournament itself. Rory, I think he'll make the cut. He'll do pretty well, but I don't think he's going to win the golf tournament. Jordan Spieth, though, he's one of my three to really watch out for. Uh, the other being Je- or John Brom, Brandon Steneker, and then I'll throw in Dustin Johnson just because he is Dustin Johnson. But Jordan, Jordan Spieth plays so well here. You can't rule him out.
1: So there was a, a huge, huge controversial thing that happened yeah. this past weekend and the LPGA talk a little about that and uh, your thoughts on how that played out well for those of you who don't know golf rules are absolutely
0: the worst in the entire world uh what happened here was obviously a four-day tournament during the third day Lexi Thompson one of the best golfers on the LPGA uh marked her ball before she tapped it in set it back about six centi centimeters I think they rolled it barely over two inches away Closer to the hole, and that was deemed to be a two-stroke penalty, but it wasn't the day of that it was ruled. It was the day after. Some couch potato thought it was a cool idea to email the LPGA saying that that's what he saw. The LPGA didn't realize it at first, so they went back reviewed it. deemed it to be a penalty, so that's two strokes. The other two strokes came from the fact that she signed an incorrect scorecard the previous day. So all of a sudden, Lexi Thompson winning the event, the year's first major on the LPGA tour has a three shot lead, all of a sudden four strokes wiped down to a one shot disadvantage with six holes to go. She rallied back actually one of the better uh, sequences on the LPGA tour in its history. She birdied three of the last six holes to force a playoff with Sion run you and just couldn't pull it down the playoffs. She was in tears after it. Even Rue, the winner of the tournament, even said to, uh, in the interviews after that it just didn't feel right. And the LPGA, the USGA, and the PGA really need to come together and say a couch potato cannot influence the outcome of a golf tournament.
1: Do you think that there's any likelihood that they ever change some of these rulings, or, or are they just stubborn in their way and going to continue to play well, it the way that it's actually going? the su- stubbornness? kind of went away last year. They actually
0: had a rule in place where if you signed an incorrect scorecard and it was deemed to be a ruling the previous day, they would disqualify you. So now it's just a two-stroke penalty. So they're taking the right steps, but gosh darn it, you cannot have a couch potato ruling. There's got to be someone in a truck at the tournament itself looking at these rulings and seeing whether they are a penalty or not at the time it happens, not a day later.
1: So let's go ahead and wrap this up with um, your pick for who you think this w- wins this upcoming weekend. Uh, who's walking out of Augusta a champ? Well, first of all, I want to go with uh, the dark horse, and
0: I would have to say Brant Snedeker on that one. He's the best putter on the PGA Tour. Uh, obviously, you have to be a really good putter to win the Masters, so I think he definitely has a chance. He's played w- well at the Masters lately. Uh, you can't count out... Count out- Jordan Spieth, he plays well uh, at the Masters as well. But, man, how can you go against Dustin Johnson right now? He, he's going for the fourth win in a row. He He's really not played a bad tournament all year, and that just speaks to his level of consistency and momentum coming into the Masters. He plays the course all right. He hasn't really finished in the top three, I don't think, but he's he's got a really good
1: chance with his length and his newfound putting. i got to be so biased here. I am a avid Ricky Fowler fan and I think he just brings a swagger to the game that oldies hate and new kids love and whether or not you do love it or hate it it brings excitement to the game of golf Mm -hmm. and he's got he's been close in a lot of majors in the past but has never pulled through and ended up winning it and I I think it would be awesome to see Ricky Fowler start this season off with with the first major of the four and, and really finally Declare himself in that elite category with guys like Rory and, yep. and Spieth and DJ and, and uh, Jason Day. He's just a star right now. Uh, obviously, you got your superstars, Dustin, Rory, and Jordan.
0: He wants to be a part of that. And he took a step a couple years ago by winning the players. That made him a star. Now he needs to take that step to the superstar. I do think he wins a major this year. I'm not sure it's going to be the Masters. I think he has a really good chance at the British Open. But, man, Ricky needs to take that next step. So where does Phil finish this weekend? You know Phil's been playing really well this year, but I just don't think he has the length anymore to to come up and beat guys like Dustin Johnson or Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth that have the length to do it. His short game, as always, will keep it in. His putting this year has been phenomenal, but I just don't think Phil has enough to actually win. I think he'll be up there certainly,
1: but he just doesn't have enough to get the dub. Is there any really under-the-radar guy other than Brent Snedeker that you see as, like, maybe this is his coming-out party?
0: Uh, Coming-out party, he's not too under-the-radar, but speaking of coming-out party, it's John Rahm. He's going to be the next Sergio Garcia out of Spain. Uh, This is his first year on tour, his first Masters appearance, which doesn't bode well at all. But, man, this guy took Dustin Johnson at the WGC match play in Texas down to the wire. And if you can take Dustin Johnson down to the wire right now, that proves you're one of the better players in the game right now.
1: So I'll go with John Raw. All right. Well, Jack, we have, uh, we have to thank you for being the golf specialist <laughs> yes. enthusiast. And, you know, I love that, that there's a crowd, younger crowd, because it has been viewed as a, um, you know, not vanishing, but getting less interesting yeah. to generations. Yeah. I think it's good that golf is becoming exciting again with some yeah. of these young guys, and and uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. So we thank you again for being uh, giving us a rundown on yep. this weekend, and hope you enjoy the Masters. Yep.